You are listening to The Current Podcast, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Wednesday, October 28th, and you know what that means. It's our Halloween Spooktacular! Stick around after our interview, because I will be providing my favorite Halloween recipe. This is also our final episode before next week's big election. I'll try to keep my regular enthusiasm going and ignore my anxiety, but we here at The Current Podcast would like to deliver this quick public service announcement. Please vote if you haven't already. And even if you don't like either candidate, I give you these words of wisdom from Kang and Todos. What are you going to do about it? It's a two-party system. You have to vote for one of us. And here's this for your calendar. The next Lunch and Learn is next Monday, November 2nd at high noon. Our topic is Own Your Days with Time Boxing. With Time Boxing, we put the focus on how we divide the hours of our day rather than on what we wish to accomplish for that day. The result of this shift of prioritization is that you may actually do more in less time. We've got more details and the Zoom link in the notice board section of The Current. Now for our interview. Did you know that in IT services, we employ 80 to 100 students at any given time? We want to bring you their stories, too. Our own Angie Liu recently caught up with Isaac B. from the service desk. Hello, everyone. My name is Angie Liu, and I'm here with Isaac B., the student lead technician at the service desk. And we're here today to talk a little bit about his experience at the service desk. Let's start with the first question, Isaac. Tell us about your studies and experiences here at UC San Diego. <laughs> All right. Um, I feel like that's always the first question people ask, like, like, well, what do you do? Where do you work? Like, uh, what's, what's your major and all that stuff? <laughs> I'm a computer science major here at UC San Diego. I've come in here since as a freshman. And in terms of how my studies have been, my freshman year was definitely a struggle. I came into the service desk as an incoming freshman because I applied as a high school senior. So I never saw UC San Diego, had no idea what it looked like or what I was getting myself into. And I didn't know how like I was going to have to balance my work-life studies. So I call myself uh, freshman zero, which basically I was the only freshman on campus when I got here because uh, we had to do like early move-in, like three weeks before to start learning uh, Oh, wow. So while you were moving in, you were helping students who are moving in too? Uh, no. <laughs> I moved in before any student was even there. I moved okay. in RAs at the same time. And so mm-hmm. I was a freshman. I didn't know where the dorms were. I didn't know what to eat or where, like, I didn't even know where like the water stations were. And <laughs> my dorm was empty. I had no like kitchen or anything, and no microwave. So basically- wow was I, I lived in an empty suite for 10 people. Uh, it was just me. It was just great. It was cool. But I ate Burger King all day because I didn't even know the dining halls. I didn't know if they were open or not. I didn't even know if I had dining dollars. So it was like, go to work. And like at the break room, I would buy like microwavable foods from like the market and like use the microwave at the workplace. And then when I went home, I'd be like, oh, well, work's closed. Guess it's Burger King. <laughs> and yeah, that was, uh, that was great. Me and Burger King have a great relationship now. So, so before you knew where to eat, 
where you're going to live, what you're going to do. You knew you wanted to work at UCSD IT to service desk. So it was actually a bit of just like spontaneously. I was browsing Reddit because uh, I just got accepted to UCSD. And I was thinking, I want to take a look at like, you know, what the university is like, what's the culture and whatnot. The first thing on Reddit was uh, opening for the service desk for they were looking for technicians. They said, you don't really need like, you know, experience ahead of time. So I thought, sounds like a perfect job on campus. I might as well go for it. Um, so I applied. It was a really long application, uh, which is what the service desk prides itself on, I guess, because that thing takes about a couple of hours. And I was really surprised when they reached out to me saying they wanted to do a phone interview. Wow, a couple of hours? Were there yeah, like a, a couple hours? <laughs> there are, it's not a thousand questions, but it's like it's like every question is, requires a really long paragraph response. Okay, okay. Ask very detailed questions about customer service experience and technical knowledge. And we want you to give examples and scenarios. And I put a lot of effort into it because it was my first job application. So I just wanted to like oh, try wow. and see what it see what it does. Well, I'm glad they hired you because you seem like a very nice person. <laughs> I appreciate that. So what year are you and how long have you been working at UC San Diego? Yeah, so I'm a third year at UC San Diego. Uh, and so that means that I came in as a freshman and I've been working here since my first year. So I've been here for, uh, I, I just started my third year. So technically I've been here for two years. What's a typical day like for you juggling work and schooling from home? Yeah, so the pandemic has made things a little bit interesting, um, for sure. <laughs> I kind of just wake up and my morning routine is very different now because I used to have to worry about getting to classes on time and all that. Now it's kind of everything's asynchronous. So it's kind of, I can sleep until noon if I wanted to. I try not to just, I, I try to put things in my schedule that require me to be there because otherwise I will be like sleeping every day at four o'clock in the morning and waking up <laughs> That's why I did this podcast, because I wanted to find an excuse to wake up before 10 o'clock. Wait, are you telling me if you weren't doing this podcast, you'd be sleeping right now? Possibly? Of course, obviously. Would you not? I mean... No, even on the weekends, I wake up at like 6.37. Oh, wow. Is that what adult responsibility feels like? Is that... Wow, you I'm... just called me old. It's okay. It's okay. I'm waiting. It. Once I once I hit, you know, after after I graduate, then I'll I'll start waking up at six thirty. But okay. when I'm still in college, like it's I still have an excuse to, to sleep until that's, that's true. That's true. I did sleep in a lot in undergrad as well. So, <laughs> okay. Um, what do you like to do in your time off during the pandemic? Yeah, so, sleeping in, of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, probably what what every college student and computer science major likes to do. I play a lot of video games late at night. Obviously, I, I watched the Amazon The Boys. I was talking with David a little bit earlier uh, this morning. But uh, so, you know, kind of binge watching Netflix shows or Amazon shows. Um, I also do a little bit of reading. Um, I'm also a digital artist. So I have a lot of hobbies that keep me busy if I wanted to do that. However, schooling kind of takes a precedent. So for the most part, during schooling hours, it's mostly just grinding homework and go to sleep and then go to work. So it's it's not really a lot of free time that I get to have, but in the rare moments I do, I kind of just rotate around all the different various interests and hobbies that I have because I, I like keeping myself uh, open. Okay. Um, going back to your work experience here, what do you like most about working at the service desk? And what are some things that, you know, could be mentioned as difficult? 
one thing I really, really like working about the service desk definitely has to be the people. Uh, I know that's like a really cheesy answer. Everyone's <laughs> like, it's like if it, my coworkers make like, you know, this place worth it. But I really like believe that because like coming in as a freshman, I had no idea who anyone at UC San Diego was. But I feel like through the service desk, like shared training and like w- long work hour experience, you kind of really develop a bond with the people that you work right next to. Uh, and that's kind of hard. Like during COVID, I really, really miss them because like being in the office until like, you know, seven o'clock or even 10 o'clock now with our night shift hours and just side by side. And the only person there is one of your coworkers who's also a student technician. It's like you kind of, you struggle together. When that happens, when Chancellor Koshla needs his internet and you're the only two there that really needs to fi- figure it out, it's it's a grind and you really get closer together because of it. What I would say is things I that can make server sets a little bit difficult for sure. I would say is that the breadth of knowledge that is necessary for the, mm. the constant knowledge like transfer, it feels like something new gets added every single week, every single mm. year. And like our responsibilities kind of get piled on and on. Our ticket count has just exploded last couple of months. I know last year during this exact same time, our ticket count was zero. Right now, if I took a look, it's probably at 500. So, Wait, zero? Yeah, we used to have zero tickets during the school year used to be the norm. So after like maybe three to four weeks into the school year, we kind of figure it out. We start seeing repeat cases. It becomes really easy. We also get an influx of fresh blood through the uh, new hires. So like we usually hire people during fall. And so we get like 18 to 20 people to come in and help us out, grind out that ticket queue. Even so, I think our cases with COVID, it's gotten so much harder. We're just getting hit more and more difficult, like tasks that we need to do. A lot of like remote support is necessary for people who just do not have the opportunity to get IT help. Um, We don't have any like in-person procedures anymore, or we do at the hive, but it's like cut down a little bit because of, you know, COVID. We don't want to expose any customers it's kind of a last-ditch resort nowadays so it's like our support's all been put on remote and it's a it's definitely a hefty load that's been put on our student you know have to juggle work and like when you hop on it's like all right it's grind time you got to get the ticket queue down and then when you hop off work it's like all right it's grind time got to work on my homework and my assignments so it can be pretty stressful and definitely exhausting Uh, that's why it's really important to have the the support of all your technicians around you because you feel like you're not the, when, when you don't have anyone around you, you feel like you're the only person there just like trying to take on the weight of all of these tickets. But um, we found ways to circumvent that. We use a uh, discord, uh, like all the, all the young kids use the, use the discord. young kids, <laughs> young kids. I say young kids, but like, uh, I really just mean like the incoming freshmen and like some of the sophomores a little bit younger than me all very, very comfortable using Discord because they've been using it since the beginning. We don't really like Zoom because you can't deafen yourself on Zoom. So if you get a phone call, everyone has to mute that person. It's just really irritating. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Discord is just very convenient. We can just pop in and out. and We can just talk to each other, like discuss, ask questions. So it, it's really been like, I wouldn't say it's a replacement for the office, but it's it's given us like the moral support to oh. keep working and to make sure that like we're not all alone in this and that we can talk to each other and still communicate. So I think that's been really great. Uh, it's definitely kept my morals up during this uh, during this time because if I had no one to talk to the whole shift, I would probably lose my mind. 
So, <laughs> like at the beginning when we didn't use Discord, it was just remote and you just did whatever you wanted and you check in and you check out. And I, I that was terrible for me. Mm. I Yeah, I didn't think about the fact that when you're working remote, right? Like, yes, I, I imagined you were helping customers. I imagined that you were taking calls and all that stuff. But the fact that you lost that peer-to-peer contribution to one another, definitely I could, as an extrovert, I would be upset. I'd be like <laughs> sitting next to my water cooler, just like <laughs> pretending to talk to somebody. But I'm glad you guys have Discord so that you guys could still keep that part of the job up and running. So is there anything you want to tell the ITS staff members and student employees out in, I guess, podcast world before we end this conversation? Um, I guess the one thing that I would say is something that I've, I've been hearing from a lot of medical professionals and that is really important, but it, it, instead of being anxious, be alert. So um, I know this sounds a little serious, but I think it's like, it's really important. But uh, as we navigate through probably one of the most unprecedented times of like, you know, human history, like this is going to be a textbook for sure. Like my grandkids, if I have grandkids, um, are going to be reading about 2020 and the coronavirus pandemic. Um, and one thing that I would say is that a lot of people are, are terrified and, you know, rightfully so, because it's, it's, it's a scary situation to be in. But I think more importantly than just being afraid of something and being unaware is, is being alert and being on your toes because there will be conflicting information that you will get all across different forms of media. Even different doctors are going to tell you different things, not because they're like incapable, but just because things change. I mean, we're rapidly evolving. And uh, I, I would much rather have this situation where I'm getting different information than like the 1400s where you're, you've got a plague and you've got no idea how to cure it or what's going on with it. So I would say definitely, you know, just keep your eyes open, eyes and ears open and, you know, stay safe. Really, I want to make sure that everyone stays safe because I don't want to see a Chancellor Koshala email honoring, you know, saying that, oh, this person, if individual passed away and I know you, because mm. like, that's just like, that would be awful. It's just something that it could be anybody. And that's why everyone's got to make sure to take the time to take the necessary precautions, social distance, stay six feet apart, wear your masks. Um, and that's what I'll use for whatever I want to say for ITS. Isaac, thanks again for your time and advice too. Really appreciate it. Have a good one. All right. Have a good one. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Isaac and Angie. And now, as promised, a recipe for you to enjoy during this weekend's All Hallows Eve. I don't have a name for it per se, but you'll want a big pot and plenty of open space. And give yourself time for ingredients procurement. They are a little, shall we say, exotic. Some of you may know this recipe. Double, double, toil in trouble, fire burn and cauldron bubble. Round about the cauldron go, in the poisoned entrails throw. Toad that under cold stone, days and nights has thirty-one. Sweltered venom sleeping got, boil thou first in the charmed pot. Double, double, toil in trouble, fire burn and cauldron bubble. Filet of a fenny snake, in the cauldron boil and bake. Eye of newt and toe of frog, wool of bat and tongue of dog. Adder's fork and blind worm sting, lizard's leg and owlet's wing. For a charm of powerful trouble, like a hell broth boil and bubble. 
Double, double, toil and trouble, fire bird and cauldron bubble, scale of dragon, tooth of wolf, witch's mummy, maw and gulf of the raven, salt-seek shark, root of the hemlock digged in the dark, finger of birth-strangled babe, ditch delivered by a drab, make the gruel thick and slab, add thereto a tiger's chaudron for the ingredients of our cauldron, double, double, toil and trouble, fire burn and cauldron bubble, cool it with a baboon's blood, then the charm is firm and good. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.